0: First Baptist Church of Athens offers daily devotions for the Lenten journey. These are personal stories given by members and come from their personal life and journey in faith. Real people sharing their joys and sorrows, doubts and convictions, fears, hopes, and gratitude. As you make your personal journey and choices during Lent, We hope their insights will bring you inspiration, encouragement, and discovery. The devotion for today, day eight of our Lenten journey is given by Jeff Randa. Allow for the music to free your mind and open your heart to listen for God.
1: asked to participate in contributing to the Lent podcast devotions, my initial response was to say no. Knowing and disliking how my voice sounds on this recording and the way people would perceive it in real life is cringeworthy. Is that really what I sound like? Not much of a reason to say no, so this time around I prayed about it before responding. Not something I might have done at the onset of my faith journey when asked to do something I wasn't comfortable doing. What do I have to contribute that's meaningful regarding my faith journey? Who or what will I talk about what faith discoveries I've made about God? I've had doubts before, and is it okay to share that? I found comfort in the guidance provided. Was there a person in your life that was especially helpful? People we meet along the way who give us support, encouragement, and offer direction and clarity and exemplify what it means to be a Christian. Through prayer and reflection, it was easy to land on two very influential women in my life, my wife Anna and her mother Phyllis. I grew up in the Presbyterian Church, the frozen chosen, and my outlook on faith was a misinterpretation of predestination. God has a master plan. Everything has already been determined, and maybe I'll get into heaven, and maybe I won't. My faith was rooted in... If you do good and act right when Judgment Day comes, you'll get into heaven. After Anna and I had been dating for a few months, we were in St. Augustine one night having all the discussions the new couples do when I shared my misguided ideals on faith. Anna, in her own special way, helped me to understand it's more than just that, much more than just doing good and acting right, but also having a true love and relationship with Jesus. That night served as a pivotal moment in my faith journey and helped to set us on a path to who and where we are today. Fast forward and the moment had come where I was going to ask Phyllis and Maynard if I could marry Anna. We had planned to stay in Albany that weekend and my plan was to ask Phyllis and Maynard permission to marry Anna that morning before Anna arrived and proposed to her later that night. Two days before, Anna called and told me that Phyllis had experienced difficulty talking and that they had taken her to the local hospital. They learned she had had a brain tumor and immediately transported her to the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Rather than travel to Albany, I drove to Athens to get Anna, and we headed to Birmingham for the weekend. So many emotions and fears throughout that time. Can you have fear and still be faithful? Is this part of my faith journey, questioning why this happens to someone who's so rooted in her faith as Phyllis was? I felt the presence of God in a way I cannot describe, only to say that doubt in that moment brought me closer to him. Phyllis came out of surgery with regained speech and the weight of learning the biopsy results later that week. Many prayers of hope and healing throughout the week, only to learn that she had terminal brain cancer. In those times where one's faith could be tested, I watched my soon-to-be mother-in-law's and fiancé's faith strengthened with each day. Their examples of true faith showed me God's love and further anchored my faith at a time when it could have wavered. Despite my best efforts, doubt crept in again. How can this happen? And this is not fair to Phyllis, Anna, and their family. And once again, I felt closer to God. I was able to take that doubt head on, work to understand it, and come away with a stronger faith. In Mark nine twenty four, when Jesus had healed the boy, possessed by the impure spirit, the father says, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. God, I believe. Please help me in the spaces where I do not. God's presence was felt even more when Anna was able to take a semester away from her graduate assistantship at UGA and move home to Albany to be with Phyllis. Given the short distance between Valdosta and Albany, I was able to visit frequently and had some very special moments with Phyllis. Many a morning, I would wake up at 4 a.m., quietly get ready for work, and the drive back to Valdosta. Phyllis had trouble sleeping and would be in the den reading her Bible or daily devotional. Those morning talks about faith, our future, and oftentimes just sitting quietly together are defining moments in my faith journey. I'm so grateful for those times the two of us were able to spend together in the example Phyllis set with true, unwavering faith. I see Phyllis and Anna every day in the many ways she loves Skylar, Sadie Lee, Pax, and me, to be a true example of what it looks like to have faith and live it out. I now have a more defined and better understanding of what God is and what it means to follow Jesus, growing in faith each day. I can still do good and act right, but with a purpose and insurance, when my time comes, I'll go to heaven. Consider those in your life who've had meaningful impact on your faith journey and how you can be that for someone else. Please pray with me. Lord, help us to believe that we can make a difference in someone's life today. Amen.